Welcome to the We've Seen Enough podcast, where we look at the world through the prism of sports. Enjoy the eclectic mix of our personalities as we discuss, debate, and occasionally fight over issues large and small. So as we head to our respective corners, I'm Jim Boyle. And I'm Tom Trevisani. Let's get it on, Jimbo. All right, welcome into Season 1, Episode 9, and uh, we are lucky today. We got Tommy back from New York City. I mean, I've never seen anybody travel as much as him. He goes, like, everywhere. He goes to New York, Chicago. He goes to Indianapolis, all these great places. And, God, he must be worth a fortune. And also, uh, we have, we're lucky to have another guest here, a little bit younger than my father the last, couple, uh, last time out, um, is uh, Riley Zaya. 2018 graduate of Wilmington High School, longtime baseball player, brother of last year's baseball head coach, Connor Zaya. Welcome, right. Riley, to the, the show. Appreciate it. It's an honor to be here. Uh, two of the best podcasters in the game, so very fortunate to be with you guys today. You don't need to brown nose me, Riley. Come on. <laughs> hey, Riley, just real quick, uh, what, what, what have you been up to lately, Riley? Uh, nothing very exciting. Uh, graduated from UNH uh, in May, and right now just I'm in grad school at Merrimack getting my MSA, and then I'm also studying for the CPA exam. So nothing exciting, but uh, watching a lot of sports and just grinding through all of that. Hey, Tommy, we got yeah. another accountant on our hands. Imagine. Big and let him do my taxes. Yeah. Yeah. to me. I'll yeah. be arrested within a month. refund. Him and Justin, they do everything by the book. Uh, yeah. Dumb and dumber. That's true. So, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been an interesting 24 hours uh, coming into tonight. I, I had something completely different planned, and I'm watching a game last night, and uh, the uh, Cincinnati-Buffalo game, and, you know, a lot riding on that game. You had, uh, not only did you have, you know, playoff seating and uh, and a first-round bye, you also had my quarterback playing in the fantasy final, mm-hmm. So um, and he's not getting many points. But we'll forget that. But real quickly, Tommy, what just real first quick impressions. I don't know if you saw it or when you saw it, what were you thinking? Well, actually, I did. I saw it live, Jim, and um you know, it's since then I got the ball, they went down and scored. Then Buffalo went right back down. They scored. They stopped, and they kicked a field goal. And then <laughs> it's just funny because I needed Buffalo, but that's another story. So, no, I'm just watching the game, and all of a sudden, like, the play happened. Uh, the kid Higgins caught the ball, and I'm kind of watching it. It was weird, and the kid tackled him, and he got up, and there was not a dirty play, and he just fell to the ground. And it was just like, it was weird because it wasn't a dirty play. It was the most. I've never seen anything like it in my whole life. I've been watching football. And I was like, wow. And then you just saw the Cincinnati players like like what LT did that time when he broke Theismann's hand. He was waving them in like, it was freaky because he just fell. I didn't know, like, was it a head injury? No one knew. And then as you end up finding out, he... I guess what he he wasn't breathing. He went into cardiac arrest. He went into cardiac arrest, right? So, so somebody who's an expert in cardiac arrest, that would be me, right? Uh, what happens there? It was, when I saw when I saw that happen, I only saw it on tape because we we had, I had, I couldn't watch because of the fantasy crap I had to deal with. Mm. Not no money like you guys are betting. But when he <laughs> fell down, I could I knew immediately there was it was definitely not a head injury because he got back up, right? You know. So Riley, you 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 were on the field though when we had uh, Jack got hit in the head. You were there. Was right, it, yep. Did he fall straight down like that? He went straight down and then uh, he ended like when he was on the ground, everyone rushed over to him like he was out. And then after a couple seconds, he, his eyes woke up and he wanted to get up at first. And then everyone said, "Just stay down, stay down." And then. That was one of the scariest things I've ever seen in person. Like he was over, like by the first baseline, ball off the side of the head, ball ended up all the way over by third base. So he got hit pretty good, and it's crazy. Yeah. So uh, just to bring it back to, we talk a lot about injuries, right? Oh, Tommy? I don't need to chime in. That's right, yeah. your son. I totally had a brain. That's right. That day, Luckily, I remember when I heard I got that phone call. I'm like, what? Yeah, it was. It was. That was an interesting day. We'll, we'll <laughs> come back to injuries we've seen in person. But wow. again, it, it, the NFL finally did something in reality, right? And we don't know who precipitate who who, mm. who 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 really engaged in doing the right or wrong thing, but they did something right. They they postponed the game. So as of now, at, what's at three o'clock this afternoon, mm-hmm. they have postponed the game. They have no makeup set for it. Wow. So they have not decided what they're going to play week eighteen out and then make a decision. So again, you guys are you guys like the Vegas action, both of you. So Tommy, real quick first, what impact does it have just generally on football and, and on something like that with Vegas? <laughs> Wow, do I have to? It's incredible. That's the first thing I thought about. It's, you know, what I loved was, you know, this is about life and death, and they finally did the right thing. But you know how much money, probably that when they canceled that game, like how people are thinking, because everyone's sitting in the stands for about a half an hour, you saw that. 
has a it has a lot to do with it. It all has to do with gambling, fantasy, and but I think they did the right thing this time. I do. And who knows who who who, who, who decided made to make the call? Well, between you and I'm assuming what's his name got to call that Jamoke, that jerk <laughs> off gets six billion. I'm assuming he must have got the phone call. You think he might have made the move? I think the coaches. I think the coaches took well, control of the situation and think, said, you know what, we can't send our players back out there after well, that happens. Jim, that's what I think it was because, you know, money rules everything, and I think these you saw these plays. I just don't think you're right. I th- said they probably they don't want to play. They didn't want to play. I think that's what happened. They might have said, right. we don't want to do this. Now, Riley, you're you're a more recent athlete than we've been, on me for sure, but <laughs> Tommy, like, he's aging. So <laughs> what, what we talked about, when, when, when something, if something like that has happened, and it happened to you when, yeah. when Jack got hit, what was, the, what was it like to get ready to play, all of a sudden I have to play? I mean, obviously it's not easy. Uh, when it happened to Jack, it was in warm-ups, so you try and continue on with warm-ups after, but obviously you see, like, a player go down like that, one of your good friends, it's hard to... Like continue on after that. Um, obviously, it's a little different in his case. We knew he was somewhat okay. He was on his way to the hospital and stuff. But with the thing last night, like, like his he's out. And, um, like I don't even know how they could go back and play that. And if they do, when they will. Um, but yeah, the whole thing was just crazy from start to finish. But like I said, you're right. And what Tommy says is absolutely correct. I hate to have to agree with him, but I have to. <laughs> is they made the right call. Yeah. And as you're sitting there watching it, and, and, and I'll give credit, ESPN gets a lot of credit here. Um, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, and Aikman oh. actually brought up, oh my God, they've been doing, uh, um, they're working on him for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. CPR for forever. And then when they went back to the studio, uh, it was Booger McFarland who actually put it back. He was he was succinct. He said, listen, this is, this is we, we play, we know what's going to happen. When this stuff happens, you're not prepared for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's time to say, let's pull, let's stop and we'll regroup. Uh, so th- it's an injury that happens. Um, it's a hit that happens a lot. Wouldn't you say so, Tommy? Yeah, like um, Booger McFarland made a good point. It does. Like he may, was making an expression, you know, these guys, they rip ACLs, they get hit, you know, they get the concussions. But then when Booger McFarlane said, when this is something like a life and death thing, that was very unusual. And the only thing I can go back is, you know, the Daryl Stingley thing when he hit him. And But as you know, he got paralyzed. But again, he was paralyzed, but he was breathing. I mean, from what we know, this guy wasn't even breathing, this poor guy. Well, they said they, if I if read correctly, right. he got revived. He was mm-hmm. not breathing. Not He wasn't. Breathing, his heart was his start, heart stopped beating, and the reason you you do CPR in this situation is you got to keep blood flowing. So if you don't keep good oxygenated blood flowing to the body, everything collapses down. Right, right, and then the brain too. They Correct. Don't worry about that. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So so then you once like they that? do CPR, Tommy's like a doctor here. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, doctor T, specialist, doctor T. I don't yeah. even know what day it is, but it's no, you hear because if the oxygen doesn't get to the Correct. brain, Jim, but. But and then ahead, they, yep. I'm sure, and again, I'm speculating on just knowing how the, the, the right. you've been to these stadiums a couple times on the field with your son, yep. with Justin. I'm sure there's a defibrillator there, right? So they know, they acted so quick. You had medical personnel were right on top. And like Riley said, they were right there. Mm-hmm. No, you know? no doubt. And, and they, 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 they probably defibrillated. And got, they said today his heart was beating on the field. Okay. Now. He, for all we know, he could have. There could be some sort of brain damage or whatever, but we don't want to speculate on that. So, it's it's important to know that that the the help happened right away. But I want to look at it from from the perspective, a fan's perspective. So, if you're uh, Riley, let's put yourself. You're you're going to be the Bills fan, and Tommy, you're going to be the Bengals fan because the Colts suck. So we'll take the Bengals. So if you're a Bills fan, what do you? What, you're sitting there watching the game, and you you, you win the game. You're almost got a home field and and the bye. What goes through a Bills fan's mind when they see that? Well, obviously, it's a massive game. So everyone who's there and watching as a Bills fan, like like you're there for a reason. You're there expecting to see a big game, but then I think as soon as you see something like that happen, like you just forget about the game. You have to worry about that guy. And I agree with them postponing the game and all that. So. I think as a f- fan, you have to like you're more worried about the the health of that guy rather than the game in that sense. Uh, no matter how big that game is. Okay, so Tommy, I'm going to be the Bengal fan, and you can't say the same thing. No, I was going to say that's pretty good, Riley. But on the other hand, yeah, I don't want to argue this, but like you said, this is real life again. And if you're the Bengal fan, you know you're paying all this money, and if you kind of watched all the people, they were still all sitting there, but. This is just, I don't know, yeah, like, you know, these people, they're probably all lick it up. They're sitting there, you know, they're playing for first place. Of course, they want the game to go on because that's a Buffalo player, but Buffalo or Cincinnati, what if it was one of their guys? How would they feel? 
So that just thrown out. This, we're talking about human life here. What they did was right. I don't care what those, if those people are thinking about them something, there's some sick people out there because they did the right thing. I know this is, it's a billion dollar business, but they got it right. I don't care what they did. I'm shocked. I really thought after that they were going to, because there's so much money riding on the game and everything. I really, well, I was shocked that they postponed the game. I was shocked. Totally agree. The shock but, is not even the word. Well, first, was well, there a order that they were going to give five minutes to warm up, and then they were? Go- I well, think there was a false. Well, right. I think it was going to be like like fifteen, twenty minutes to yeah. go in the locker room. I, I think, I think what happened. Crazy. What happened in the locker room? Just I think these coaches took over. And yeah. They called that clown or whatever. Yeah. Who's made? But they said like these guys. These guys can't play. No. I'm telling you, if if I think the play is squashed, this I think they just said we're not going out there. Yeah. And I saw Burrow. I was looking at their faces, and that was legitimate concern. Yeah. Not like you know some of them were crying. I know if it look phony, but you saw Burrow in that quarterback, both of them. You saw the scaredness in their eyes. But that was like that was like throw everything out. Like it just puts things in perspective in life, Jim. Just like I'm thinking, man, you argue. You think about how much money you got in the bank. Like who gives a shit? Like that thing really put a lot of things well, in I perspective. I personally do last give time. a shit. That <laughs> I, I know you do, but I, mean, I have to say I do give. We're well, gonna leave Jack, anyways. But you know what I mean. It just really put things no, in perspective. Right. That's all I I want to really. And I think they got it right, Jim. And between you and I, I keep on saying, what's the uh, commissioner's name again? Yeah, Ted. Tagliavu. Yeah, he's Jesus. a complete. Goodell. Goodell. What I don't mean Goodell. Goodell. See what I'm thinking? Yeah, but he's a complete. Oh, yeah. I don't even think, I'm telling you, if that was his call, I don't know we're going to read it. I think the players, I think really I the players and the coaches yeah. squashed it. I think they did. Oh, well, I think they well. would have kept on playing. Just the just the reaction of, just to use the Bills players, because that was the one they focused on with the cameras. Wow. The reaction of the Bills players was such that, how are you going to put? The, how are you going to strap it back on the the helmet? The whole year, buddy. But go ahead, right? So so now, and it's it it happens in the moment. It yep. happened in a baseball game a couple of years ago. Uh, umpire Larry McSherry collapsed right behind home plate. Oh, yeah. Heart attack, right. died, and they they postponed that game as well. And it was an ump. Uh, but it, it's just right. it's about it's it's. I I like to go back. Now. We've talked about that injury and we've talked about that impact. And it's great to know that they made the right call and. And, and 25, 30 years ago, Stanley, 40 years ago, Stanley gets, gets paralyzed. Yeah, they, they were playing again within 10 minutes once they carted him off the field. Yeah. So, so, again, one of the things when we get to our comparison, we're going to compare the errors and how they handle injuries. But right now, if we look at it, what's the biggest, what's the, what's the biggest issue with an injury and to a player on the field like that that the league has to make a decision on? Is it, are, do they care about the money? Do they care about the player? Do they care about the fan? Do they care about the fact that it's a television game? Do they care that they have to reschedule it? What 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 do you think? Let's go through the process of you know they're going to postpone it. Now we're in week 18, and we got one week left, and we got a lot. There's so much riding now. Kansas City wins on Saturday. Buffalo's got to win two games to clinch clinch the bye. You know, so well, a lot, lot right. going on. So the, it, you know, you know what? I'll go first, then I'll um, right. I'll let you chime in. But I think. You know, these last few weeks, it's just funny. What's been going on with the Tua thing, with the Mike McDaniel, boy, has they blew that thing out of proportion. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been hearing, I really think these teams and organizations, I don't mean to say, I really, deep down, I don't know, do they really care about these players? I don't know, Jim. I really don't think so. But, I mean, this is all hearsay, but I think they got it right yesterday. But going forward, yeah, when something like that happens, they got it right. But again, if these players, we don't know what happened. I don't think. I think they would have kept on playing that game. So the question is for all of you: What's the? When's the? When's the final? Uh, when's the last straw? Is this? I guarantee I don't you right know, Jim, now. Because I guarantee the money right rules. I don't think they're going to play. Gonna be a last they're going to play on Sunday, and they're going to hit each other as hard as they can. They're well, going to get concussed, and it's going to go on. Does and well, I always, I always would say, does a player have to die on the field for there to be whatever, whatever change? And they, they seem to be making incremental changes. Well, you said it's getting better, but they said again, do you know that's the first time that they ever said that an actual ambulance came to midfield, I right. think. Did you hear that? And right, I think for this to happen, I think things now, it's going to change. You heard all the guys saying they're going to be a little more careful now, and I think they are really going to worry about the players more. I do. But unfortunately, what this all comes down to is M-O-N-E-Y, money. No one even cares about human. Nothing. It's sad. These guys are all making millions of dollars. But I'll tell you, these football players play hard. Something like that. We got to put everything in perspective. But with this fantasy, with the gambling, it's sad. But this is this is life. So I'm this gonna, is the world. Riley, you made a point. We thought we don't know if it's true, or they were going to make him play within five minutes. Yeah. Uh, so back to everything that's involved here in money and all 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 sorts of things. So what is your how if if you're the if you're the decision maker right now, 
Okay, I'm going to put you, you on the put spot. Me on the, geez. Huh? Gee, you put me right on the spot. Got to put you on If you're the decision maker right now, what do you do with that game? I've, you don't have to answer correctly. You yeah. Just, uh, BS me a little bit then. Oh, it's a tough time in the season for that to happen with everything mm-hmm. going on, obviously. Um, I definitely would have postponed it last night. Um, I think you definitely have to wait until you figure out the health of him before you play the game just because even like the players who are right there how do you go out there and play a game after you just saw that happen like your guy's gonna back off a little not hit as hard just after seeing that so I think it's difficult to get right back out there especially not knowing uh his health before that but I think you definitely have to wait until you know his health and okay so devil's advocate we know his health he's okay He's breathing. He's off the ventilator. He's ready to be. He's going to get released about two or three days. They want to just keep him for observation. Mm-hmm. What do you do with that game, uh, Tom? You take it. Don't you wow. guys love me today? Yeah, huh? I love you. That, uh, I'm going to give you the re- well. Wow, that is a good question. But you probably because you got to figure four days. You figure that you probably play the game. I don't know if they flew back. I don't know, but you probably play that game. Probably probably give today off. You probably play that game on Wednesday. Uh, I think Buffalo flew back last night. So see, I didn't yeah, even know that. Wow. Not, yeah. so that's amazing. They actually announced today they're not going to make the game up. They're going to play week yeah. 18 as week 18. So so now we get let's let's wow, say we so get to week is, 18 right. and the Bengals win, the Chiefs win and the and the Bills win. So this is I know because you know somehow the Patriots are all involved in this process <laughs> well, right now. Well, they are now. now because they need to win. Well, now Buffalo really needs to win, yeah, right? Well, win good, right. good, good. All right, but because uh, I got the, them with the under, so he likes the Patriots. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't take that under. No, oh, well, they were so eight again, and a half. Again, but we t- we talk again. That's the decision. So all somebody wow. somebody has to make that decision. They decided to move, send Buffalo back home. There was no reason for them to but stay. But this is all implications now, because like you said. Now imagine if because of that happens, Buffalo get the home field. You got to go through Buffalo now. Now they might have to go on the road to Kansas City again. So you see how all this stuff if these games played out. Because say if Buffalo doesn't play this game, they play the Patriots, they beat them, and Kansas City wins again. But head to head, they beat them. And but they're half game behind. But they're half game behind because Kansas City's got another win. Wow! Now we're talking. We could talk about it's, it's craziness. It's very, you know. Let's make sure this kid. God bless him that he's okay. I actually did a little looking up on him. Went to the University of Pitt. I mean, I just hopefully everything's okay with him and his family, and that's all that really matters right now. But wow, this is something we can continue to talk about for a long time. But again, time. I, again, we. I hate to be a pain in the ass here, and I, but, I'm, but that's what I'm best at. So you always are. Thank you, yeah. sir. But but it's gonna. I'm gonna tell you right now. And on Sunday, when those games kick off Saturday and Sunday, it'll be in 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 every fan's mind. They're going to talk. Everybody, everybody has talk Monday, and they'll talk Tuesday and talk Wednesday, and then they'll get time to play, and then you got to play again. It's just the way it goes. It's the way it's the way athletics works. I mean, you pick up and you play the next game, and they're going to recover from it. And, you know, that's what I'm saying. What's the last draw? Does two people have to die on the field? Does a guy got to get concussed and 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 have his brains just flop right on the field or something? They're always going to still play because there's money involved, and there's and there's everybody has their own agenda. And and honestly, it's 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 easy to be non-fan of the two teams, or even of the Buffalo. Because mm-hmm. if you're if I'm a Cincinnati fan right now, I'm feeling bad for the guy. But yeah. here was our chance. We were playing well. We were gonna look like we were dominating them defensively. They were gonna be down more players. So I'm my mindset as a Cincinnati fan is, we're almost taking the screw job here. No doubt. You know, and you're, I didn't you know, think about it, and, right? and and that political that's political. I don't know that word. The right thing to say is. And it's and the proper thing to say is we you know want him to be okay. You should like that. But I'm telling you, in, in, by Sunday morning, that Patriot game comes along. The Pats have to win to even have a sniff at the playoffs. Every single Patriot fan don't care that that kid's not playing defensive back for Buffalo, right? Right or couldn't, wrong? Well, I couldn't have said it. So no, I couldn't have said it any better. You know, I don't mean to sound like a jerk, but time does heal all wounds, and and like you said, it, you know, it's got to go on. You know, you probably I don't know if you were watching Monday Night Football when uh, when Theismann broke his leg. In oh, half. I, I remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah, they, it's they, funny. They they kept playing, and you know, Theismann's just another guy who broke his leg in half. Uh, well, but that right because that wasn't a life or death thing, but that still was a very like you said that changed the game, as you know, and yeah, even go back to Tua. It's that was like week yeah. three or four. It was, you know, yeah. two, two is past tense. He's he's out now because they're they're much they're looking at the 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 protocol much more. Right. But they well, said on the field when he got hit last week, that nobody made a decision because they they couldn't. They made the decision afterwards that he wasn't going to play the next week, right? Yeah. So again, it's 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 
how they handle injuries in the NFL, it's just like even, again, because I'm a baseball guy, steroids is, was, was the detriment of baseball. There's five or six guys who were accused of taking steroids who, uh, who cannot make it to Hall of Fame, whereas a steroid user in this, it can win a Super Bowl and he's a hero yeah. in the NFL. It's just, it's just the way it goes. Riley, what right. do you think? About what? Anything. Tom looking through the window over yeah, here. He's <laughs> distracting me back there. Well, no, but going back to the injury, I think it's after seeing it. I don't know if guys are going to go out and play a little timid after seeing mm-hmm. it. Like, That's I don't know how, how you recover after seeing that. And it just seems like tough if you were, especially right there. Even T. Higgins, I feel awful for him. I think he caught a lot of shit last night about right. it. It was just a regular football play and stuff like that, I guess. They teach you that word at Wilmington High School. Yeah. Okay, I I'm think just... I learned it from you. <laughs> I know you did. Yeah. I, I use the other yeah. word better. <laughs> so, so um, again, but uh, we're going to do a comparison, like I said, later on the show, just a little bit later. And I'm going to put this out, out there. In the 70s and the 60s, and the 70s, I'm going to use baseball as an example because football is a whole different world. If a pitcher got hurt, a pitcher got hurt. They didn't give a crap. Mm-hmm. You know, he was costing them $60,000 a year. They cut him, and he was done. Now, that, now you get – if. Um, I was going to use Trevor Bauer. That's the wrong example. <laughs> Jake DeGrom's making forty thousand dollars a year. You're going to take. You're going to. You're going to. You're going to baby that arm. Yep. Sure. I'm, I'm. I'm. Strasburg for Washington. You know he was on a time. They. They didn't make the playoffs. So in the playoffs, he's not going to pitch because they're protecting his arm. Yep. So again, money also has the opposite effect on injuries. Now more guys are getting. You get the uh, time off in basketball. We're load managing basketball. You know, baseball, they're getting guys go every every fifth or sixth day, they get a rest, so yeah. they only do 100 pitches. In football, the concussion protocols. And so mm-hmm. we'll talk about the, that, that big difference and, uh, and, and, and the like. So I want to get back to some more positive, happy notes. So, real quickly, Tommy, you did go to New York City. Yeah, right. I did. I went, yeah, it was so. Did you see the ball drop? <laughs> no, thank God. No, we actually went earlier. I went to Times Square. We left on, I went there like in the afternoon. I wouldn't live in New York if you if rent free, and if Halle Berry was with me, I wouldn't live. There. <laughs> I wouldn't live. I live rent free in your head. So well, I, it, my point is like New York is so overrated. What were you Times Square? Well, we well, went there before we well, went well, on the well, Saturday. Well, with everyone had reservations. I can't so. picture you in there. No, it was. Why is he picking Halle Berry? Yeah. She's, <laughs> a, she's as old as me. Oh yeah. No, but you know what I mean. I can't I hear this one. Oh, Jeez, Lisa, no, watch out. Thank God she don't listen. Watch out for Halle Berry, baby. But uh, it was, you know, so we went there for a few hours, and then, you know, we seen him on Sunday, so we went to the Meadowlands. It was nice. LT was there because, you know, he banged the drums before because, you know, if they won, they won, they were in on a good note. India's just, you know, they're just, they're very, they don't have a quarterback. Things are just really, really bad right now. They're just playing out the string. But, you know, the Giants look pretty good. That coach looks like, ah. Uh, He's got them going, and that Daniel Jones impressed me a little. I was a little surprised. I got to be honest with you, but it was just the total. The game was just it was awful. It was an awful game. It's just the Giants totally controlled. It was good to see JT. We were on the sidelines before the game, and uh, it was nice. I met a few of the coaches. They came up, and uh, they coaches said, that aren't going to have a job in two. Well, maybe then we're Richard Smith. <laughs> no, well, we'll see. But a few of the guys say, you know, your son's a good kid, and that made me feel good. And you know, he's just banging it out over there, so I'm happy for him. Was but, that your uh, fifth game? The year? Yeah, that's actually right, because I went to the Patriots. I went, yeah, it was my third or fourth, actually, right? You know? well, how many, oh, let's count. Let's go over. Well, I went to Indy. You went to Indy 1. You and went to Chicago 2. You went to New York 3. You saw him down in the Fox And I saw him four. 4, yeah. If so I count, games. that's 4 without the thumb. 4. Yeah, that was 4. See, he's a lucky. Look at him. What's the best stadium? Out of those four stadiums, yeah. I'm probably going to say Chicago's more older. Uh, no, I'm going to probably say the Indy Stadium. I like the best. I really like it. And uh, that one, the Meadowlands was pretty good. I said I give India a slight edge. You know what? Foxborough was a little overrated. Like I had to go on the field. It took me two hours to get there. You had to pop- go on the field. That sucks. <laughs> oh yeah, it's tough for you. Hey, real quick question: Who's the best of the four four coaches? Are they eight coaches? Not you saw five, Florida. five coaches. Who are who, six? Because you probably saw um, my good friend right now. Who? No, the coaches you watched this year. Who was the best coach? Wow, the ones, the games I went to. I got, I got to say the guy for the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> right now, there's no doubt. Yeah, he's the Buffalo tree. Right, and, and he's from they, the Belichick. Belichick. I'll tell you, he don't look the part, but I'll tell you, he's doing something How right How does there. he look the part? What's the matter well, with you? He looks like he should be being a janitor or something. <laughs> oh, my God, Tom, you, star, you, No, I'm being but I'll t- Tom, I'm not, I don't know. Really, what does he look like? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. There's just something about him, though. I don't know. He's doing all right. I mean, he's off to a You know, there's not a lot of talent there, Jim. That's the same team from last year that Joe Judd had. 
Yeah, Basically, you know, right? he got the most. Again, we always talk about this, and Riley Tribe right? cool. quarterback, yeah. quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Right. He's got the most out of his quarterback. Looks like you it. You know, if you look at the Patriots, have they gotten the most of their quarterback? Definitely not. You know, if you look at Buffalo, yes, this kid was drafted. Oh, he goes from Wyoming, got the big goddamn arm. He's uh, he's too stupid to play in the NFL. Now he's the best player, one of the best players in the NFL. Yeah. So it's quarterback. So, um, but uh, did you get to any games? None. Nope. You were supposed to go to any, though, weren't you? Yeah, 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 so yeah. Flights yeah. are ridiculous. Yeah, you're gonna play so. golf. With I, him. I wasn't driving out with him. Yeah. So you're supposed to play he's golf. Like with him. He's cheap. Yeah, he's a uh, smart man. Oh yeah, exactly. he's he makes he's you guy. he makes he makes you look spendthrift. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that. I never drive that far. No, they're all tight. They learn from you, Jim. Justin, Jack, and they all learn from your brother. Yeah, I don't know how Lisa was in the car with you for that long. Lisa doesn't listen to him. Well, our friend went down. Mike H. came down with us. Mike Coran, right? Mike Coran. You can say his name. It's not going to kill him. Yeah, Mike Coran. A little shout-out to Belmont Cop, my buddy. I'm going to throw out names I know now, too. All right, go ahead. Paul McGillery, Wilmington Cop. Hey, there you go. Hey, real quick, before we finish this discussion, college football playoff for the first time. Ever they've had the four teams. We had two really good football games. Yes, I was. Yep. Um, we had two, two really interesting Big Ten teams lose. Uh, we had a TCU team with Sonny Dykes win, mm-hmm. and we had Georgia and and the almost fake punt that um, Kirby Smart calls a timeout with eight minutes left. He called timeout. If if Ohio State takes that ball, what's going to happen? Unbelievable timeout by him. Yeah. And then he obviously oh the last one that when he iced the kicker that was obviously called for, but. Unbelievable timeout before that. Because they were in fourth and inches, and they set up for a, they were set up for a punt return, and they and smart or somebody upstairs was smart enough to tell smart that, uh, that they, they yeah. were going to they were going to kick, and they yeah. called timeout. It was about eight eight minutes up to yeah. play. Because if I recall it, one time I remember there, we were out at the restaurant. We were in uh, you know when we met Justin, we were kind of watching it. But was that the part? Didn't Ohio State go up by fourteen at one? I think time, they were right? up eleven at that time. Yeah. No, they, then they were up, I think, 38-24. But they? at one point, at that time, yeah. I think they were up 11. But it was, again, so, again, as Jack says, you have uh, Coach Day of Ohio State started his career on third base uh, with that team. Well, he's so, a UNH that's guy. Right. Watch yeah. out. That's right. He also, he's another one. Yeah, I coached that team. Also, <laughs> also coached at Temple. So, well, all right, yeah. When, they, when we won. Like he was a little outclassed. Everything everything works back to Temple. You find it right. Oh, yeah. So, again, that was of the two games, Riley, which game, I don't know, I saw – Bits and pieces of yep. both of them. And my wife goes, are we still watching football here? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sitting there doing nothing. I like think it. the late game was better. I thought it was crazy. The, the missed kick at the end, it lined up. Not that I care what the ball dropped and all that shit, but the, right just how it lined up right as the ball dropped was crazy to me. But I think that that whole game was crazy back yeah. and forth. I wasn't expecting it to be that close either. Right. So it's definitely nice it worked out like that. And then I'm a little nervous, though, that we got two good semifinal games. Are we going to get a crap? Final game right. probably so, will. Saw it opened up at twelve and a half. So, so hey, I got my two gambling buddies here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it opens up at twelve and a half. The TCU game, uh, um, again, TCU lost points. Yeah, I know. Michigan. I know. Well, first of all, who was coaching Michigan? Who's my favorite coach Listen. of all time? Who is my favorite coach of all time? Not Harbaugh. That's for damn sure. He's an idiot. Uh, he was coaching well, his way. He went, know, you know why he sucked at the game? Him, he, wanted to be a, he wants to be an NFL coach again, so he has to suck so he can get a job. Well, you know, I don't mean to bring it up, but he, he did. There's rumors, but I don't know. But he was in Indy. Now there was this rumor that was shut up. Imagine him going back to Indy and then Andrew Luck coming out of retirement. Oh. But look at that little bit of connection. I'm just throwing that yeah. out there, but it ain't going to happen. But, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's done a good job there. It's just, I don't know, he just doesn't seem to, like, he finally beat Ohio State Jim the last two years, but he doesn't seem to win the big games. Well, again, I, I, I go back to his his quarterback again. Yeah. I mean, had some had some moments, but every time TCU needed to answer, they answered. No doubt. Right? And they made big plays, and they answered, and then against, they end up getting fortunate at the end. They and did, but th- that team wasn't even, if I'm correct, guys, they weren't even preseason ranked in the top. No, they, they were not. supposed to finish, like... I know he took that job. It was more money. He came from what SMU? SMU, was it? yes. Yeah. But wow, like, are you kidding that me? That quarterback's good, dude. Yes. Yeah. I'll tell you, they're playing with house money. Yeah. I just think George is just going to be a little too much. But I'll tell you, I think that team's—they're going to give them a game. I just like the way they play. Like you yeah. said, Jim, there's something about them. I think we're on the air one more time before that game, right? That game doesn't happen until no, next, it's next Monday, next Jim. Monday. The 9th. Right so we'll be on. Yeah. All right, so we got who do you got? 
I'm going to go, I just think when it's all said, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to pick, I think it's going to be 31-24. I'm going to say Georgia. Okay, good. Are you writing that down? Oh. <laughs> Riley, who you got? I got Georgia big. I think they're going to clean up all the mistakes they had last game and come out firing and blow them out. Okay, so we got Georgia big and I'll, Georgia small. I'll take 41-17. 41-17. Riley, Jeez. Okay, I'm not going to pick because I get to host. <laughs> all right. I, I'll go with Georgia. I'll go with Georgia. I'm not going to, I don't know if it's so big because I, I'm impressed with, with the way TCU just doesn't back down from anybody. They no, fight, 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 they don't. and they they keep pushing to keep coming back. But again, eventually, talent eventually talent wins out. Yeah, and look, they were already saying they look like they got the total number one pick again. I didn't even hear about that kid last year. Right now, who's um. What's the line? Twelve and a half. You yeah. said so. You yeah. So you guys both got the. Uh, yeah, I think that's gonna. If you heard, I think that's gonna move a little more. I bet you by game time. I think that's gonna go up to about thirteen, fourteen. Oh, I think the why. I think people are gonna start putting the money on Georgia there. I what love, do I know? I love sexy gambling talk, Tommy. You know that, <laughs> yeah, right? like I Jeez. know. What do I know? <laughs> yeah, what do you know? Jeez, Tommy knows more. Well, you saw what happened with the Ohio State. Did you see that someone put in like a humongous bet there? You heard about yeah. that, right? And it moved the line. Oh, like, really? Yeah. yeah, like who was it? That mattress Mac guy? <laughs> yeah, probably. Now he's a TCU dude. I'm sure. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who no? Yeah, wasn't it Jim like seven hundred and fifty thousand? It was a big one. Yeah, but how do they even know? Yeah, and someone put it in moved the line. One quick bold. The gangsters know. Ohio State was always in that game. Mississippi State. Who was the Mississippi State game? Was that the game the guy accepted the laterals at the end? Oh yeah. They killed the spread. Imagine. Yeah. That's crazy. Big cash going back and forth. That's why I don't take my money. I don't know. Sometimes I'm starting to think you just watch, and you're like, oh, you're in it, and then it's amazing how. How like these games go right down to the That's last crazy. play? Yeah, Vegas is crazy. Yeah. Ain't no point. Do they know? Somebody's gonna make money. Yeah, everybody's making. But money. I'll tell you, there's a reason why they are smart, boy. Do they have? They're right on it, right to the almost to the. I don't get how. Tommy, I don't either. Tommy, I really don't. You know where my money goes, right? Right into the bank. Of course, I'm I might not going to the big guys there. I told you when I traveled with him six. I was thinking of you. We're going through the New York throughway and yeah. over the joint. So I go. This is the way I went with Jim, and I'm telling Lisa, like you know. Totally just oblivious. So, but just to make a long story short, you know, because that's important to me, but that's just so unimportant. But I just thought of you, and I just remember we're going through, I'm seeing all the colleges and yeah. how we're going through. But my point I'm saying is we went there that weekend. This was about 2015. We went to the Palestra. It was me. We went there. It was Justin. It was, uh, who went? It was Chris. Chris Justin, it's Back Jack. in the old days. And it was fun. And I was there for four days. And I spent forty-five dollars in four days with Jim Boyle, and this yep. was in the year two thousand. And that's saying that's. So I that spent that when I'm even outside looking was, at my kids. That was like giving twenty-five bucks. For no, and we ate and we did, it. and like it's not like we didn't well, get we were fed. My, we were at my parents' house. We were at house. the parents', oh, but yeah, still, we were yeah. eating the cold cuts. I just, I love it, and I always learn from him. and say, this guy gets it. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, I'm paying respect to you. Thank you, sir. That's why I'm retired teaching again now. That's right. So uh, you got to get me in over there. <laughs> so, so, yeah, anybody anybody can get in there. You just have to. Yeah, but Riley, you know me. I don't know that computer guess stuff. What, guess what, computer Riley? Stuff. Guess what I teach next semester? I know. Uh, uh, some business. Co- some college business. accounting. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I got to leave. I'm bringing in my guest, yeah. guest lecture. College. Yeah, him and fucking Justin. The whole Justin. place will be bankrupt. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So, real quick, we're going to do a compare. We're, we're running low on time. What time we got? Yeah, we're, we're okay here. Real quick comparison between why is it different and how is it different looking at injuries in the 70s and 80s versus today. Well, Jim, I'll go off and I'll let Riley chime in. I think in the 70s and 80s, you know. I wasn't even alive. It, so we can't, but it was different because, you know, we grew Tommy up. Tommy was buried alive. It was, yeah, it was way different back then because, you know, now with all the new technology and everything. So it was different. Like when an injury happened there, everyone knew, but they just went about it. Today now with social media and everything, I think it's all different now. Like as soon as something happens, someone gets hurt. Everyone knows. Everyone's on their phone. So I think it's more different with that, where the injuries are different. I even think back then is, you know, there was a lot more injuries, but they just played back then. They just played through it. Now it's just, I think, with TV and with money and with gambling and everything, it's changed. It's so injuries are more like they talk about it more, and uh, that's where I think the difference is. It seems like today with all like the technology and stuff, better pads they have, and even like the training rooms, all the stuff they can recover with, like the – Ice baths, the hot tubs, all that stuff. So I think today it's a little more of an advantage with the technology and all the stuff that they they can utilize within the training room. And I think there's also I, I also think that I, the 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 franchises are worth so much. We, I hate to come back money, and the, and 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 the and the yes. and the the way you make your money is having being successful, right? And winning, absolutely. So the product is important, and the product is the player. And go back to baseball or football right. or whatever is. You know, if Josh Allen's hurt, you know, and he's your he's your cash cow, you got to get him healthy again. 
and you don't want them to get hurt. Or if, like, I go back to if uh, if Chris Sale's hurt, ugh, you know, he's always hurt. Yeah. You know, they're going to be more they're more cautious now. But I think in football they've gotten there's just so much bad publicity they've gotten from CT and the concussions that they've really taken it even a step further. Where now they have to realize again that is the product. The player is the product. People have to always realize the owner puts up the money. But with, you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have product to put on the field, nobody's going to watch your game. You know, nobody's gambling your game or whatever. So I think that's the difference is that, that finally realizing that these are, there's a valuable commodity that you have that you have to keep healthy. Whereas in the 60s and 70s, 50s, 60s, 70s for baseball, these guys, they hurt their arm. They didn't have, like, Riley, you're absolutely right. The technology's changed. Yeah, with yeah. It. And Tommy John is, is nothing now. Yeah. Guy blew his elbow out. He was done. You yep. flush him down the toilet, bring the next guy up from the minor leagues. Yep. So the, 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 they're absolutely right with that. And, and the way they look at it and, and coaches it. Coaches' jobs are always on the line, and they're always going to push you to play no matter what because you're their, you're their guy. Whereas the owners owners want you to win, but the, and the player's the product. But who, who comes first, the coach, the owner, or the player? And that's going to be the important thing. So real quickly, roll around the room. What's the uh, worst injury you've ever seen? If it, have you ever seen a bad injury other than jacket? And we got jacket in yeah. it from Riley. Other than – did you ever see live, ever see a bad injury? <sighs> Not live, but I would probably say I have to go back to before this one – Last night, I probably have to say the Joe Theismann one. Yeah, because you saw that on TV. I and I remember watching that game. It was like a, it was that was just how it bent back. It still gives me the chills. And there's I, there's the kid from uh, was Louisville. The one that, yeah, it was at the uh, yeah. during the tournament. Yeah, yeah, the kid from Louisville. Yeah. Gordon Gordon Hayward. Oh my God, that bad. was the basketball yeah. one. That's the Gordon Hayward yeah. one. Very good. I'm oh, just thinking football. Snaps, gross. Oh. So you saw those two in TV. I saw a guy snap his like live. In a high school football game, I was a senior. Oh. We were playing in in uh, Conestoga Valley, mm. and uh, he um, he he got he got. I like, can't see this. I'm showing these guys. His one 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 guy hit him up high in the oh. leg. One guy hit him down low, and his like, sorry, as I hit the mic, broken half. And then the trainer went out there. I remember looking out, and he picks up his leg, and the oh. leg and the bone sticking out. That was the worst one. The second worst one, I was at Fenway when Bryce Flory got hit in the head. Yeah. And you, you've been in my seats, right, Riley? You've yeah, been in my yeah. seats. Yeah. How close oh, yeah. you are to home plate, you could hear the thing oh. hit him. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. it was. You sit there and you're shocked. That yeah, was like Jack's that. injury, just hearing right, it hit it, off it, his head. Yeah. You don't unhear it. <laughs> it didn't help Jack. Geez. Yeah, honestly. So, but those, I, I always like to ask people because it's, it's, it's really interesting to see. What you've if, what you've experienced because watching on TV those that those leg injuries oh, are just brutal. Gruesome. But you know, and not to go back, but you know, guys, then they made the movie that Taylor thing that changed the game. Get that big left tackle with the yeah. big butt, not to get around. That kind of changed that whole complexity of that game. And Lawrence Taylor, and he was at the game, and he's but that guy changed the game. Right, we'll discuss that at some point. We'll I'd love those, to sometime. I, I don't need to talk with Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> Why not? Because I just don't feel like talking to Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, right he was, I was the best you know, defensive player. Because you know what, you know what, Riley, Riley, he he yes. he bumped up against Tommy in Giant Stadium. Oh, really? I'm sure. No, I wish he did, oh, but he was. Uh, yeah, Tommy was, yeah. crazy. Tommy was looking for him. Where's Lawrence Taylor? Probably all <laughs> crashed. He was probably him out. Lisa, over there, Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> you know, as a human being, but that guy yeah, was a great yeah. football player. There's Lawrence Taylor. Get him. Uh, uh Mount Rush. Yeah, <laughs> we, we if we have time, we're going to do real quick for Tommy time. Yeah. Uh, we're going to look at 1989 uh, Pistons, mm-hmm. but um, and we do have some time. So um, Mount Rushmore uh, decided after everything said and done, we can't do gruesome imagery scene. How about Super Bowl coaches? I'm going to give you four, and I'm sure Belichick goes up. So there's been how many Super Bowls? Like 51, 52? I forget. Yeah, it's okay. you know how many coach, how many coaches think of one? Probably about 30, 35 coaches have won a Super Bowl. Right. Uh, maybe even less. So let's go through. We'll go around. Everybody gets to pick one. Uh, and we're going to start. Since Riley's our guest, Mr. Riley's a 2018 graduate. Wilmington High School. 2022 graduate. Is it 22 or 23? 22. Of UNH. That's right. Both Wildcats, right? Yep. That's right. Always a Wildcat. Always a Wildcat. Yeah. Brother of, Con- of um, Connor Zaya, interim baseball coach with me of the Wilmington High School baseball team. Leader. Who's your first coach? I'm going to start off with the obvious. Uh, Bill Belichick. Um, seem, you... Seems like when they were going on that streak, he just the team was unstoppable. Uh, he's a mastermind behind everything, so it's an obvious pick with Belichick. I thought you'd say John Gruden, the obvious pick. All right, Tyler, who are you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh. Oh yeah. Who do you coach? San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea who that is. Yeah, well, yeah, West Coast good. offense. Do I have to go on? That guy was a so genius. He, he was way ahead of his time. So we've got modern era. Yep. We've got. 80s and, 80s and 90s. I'm going to go with the legend. Yeah, I know. The legend. The Italian guy. The no. Italian guy from Fordham University, Vince Lombardi. Hey, he won the first two. If they had Super Bowls back there, he probably won eight. 
yep, be, he'd be the championship. He'd top right. yep. he'd probably, and if he didn't get if he didn't get greedy and go to Washington and die of leukemia, he would have gotten more than that. But I got Lombardi, so we got different errors. Who you got next, Riles? Uh, I'm a, well, I know more of the current guys, but just another obvious name that comes ahead comes to my mind is Bill Parcells. So uh, yeah, I'll go with him. There you go. Wow, well, you know, and he is the Belichick. That's a good one, Riley. I'm, the next one I'm probably going to say, I got to throw this guy in here. He was a little before my time when I was younger. But you got to put, you got to put Chuck Knoll in there. Chuck Knoll was he stole my Chuck. Say. He stole my Pittsburgh Chuck Knoll from me. What the hell? Oh, uh, you. I know. Then I thought you were going to say the other guy. Who? Well, go ahead. What other guy? The next guy. Well, we're missing one other one. I. I we're missing a to. couple other guys. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. You know, I, I will. I will go with um, my my next guy is going to be uh, Tom Landry. Yep. Won one, a couple. Yeah. I, I would go Tom Landry slash Don Shula. Yes, very good. Draft. I was going to say Don Shula. Because they're yeah. about the same time. Now that we've won, the most now there's only one other guy left in the 70s that won a Super Bowl, I think. We've named them all. Yep. So, uh, Riley, we're going to put some pressure on you here. Get you asking me about this last guy? Who, who the 70s guy is? Because I have no idea. Yeah, you don't know Tom Landry? Uh, no, who, you said there was one more. That you uh, uh, no, he, no, I don't Chuck Noll, Tom Landry. Chuck Noll, Tom yeah. Landry. Don, yeah, there is one more. He uh, made yeah. a famous I'll, light beer commercial. And he, oh, and I should he, know this one. And he transformed. He should know this <laughs> one. Right about right. him. And he right. transformed. Great announcer. He transformed the announcing, the way you announce a football game. Yeah, who's this? Bam! Wham bam! Remember Come on! He just died. He always used to eat. He just died. On Valentine's drives day. the truck. Or drives the yeah, bus, bus around. He didn't, that's why he oh my God, he's really young. <laughs> Tommy, he's really young. Right, we got it. John Madden. John Madden. All right, all right. Sorry. It's all right. It's all <laughs> okay, right. we'll give you one more. One, one more. more. Ah, uh, uh, tough one. Yeah, it is a tough one. I'm oh, thinking more current with. Yeah, go ahead. I, oh, I, I past few years, I want to say like an Andy Reid. I wouldn't put him on my yeah. one of yeah, my top four, but it seems like with the past couple years, I would. I think he's. Up and coming with, like a head coach in in the Super Bowl. Right. Doubt. Right. And Tommy, uh, me yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah, Because we're we're missing one one big one. Uh, yeah. Who I know we are missing one more. Uh, one big one. Do you want me to hit? Uh, yeah, Joe, Joe Gibbs. Oh yeah, that's right. Joe Gibbs. With three different quarterbacks. Yes. That's yes, right, sir. Jim. Joe Gibbs in the three 80s. different quarterbacks, and how many of those quarterbacks made it to the Hall of Fame? Zero. There you go. That's three crazy. different non. And who are the three quarterbacks? We're well, I know that one is, uh, one is uh, Doug Williams. Very good and went to Grambling. Uh, Riley just told me that. Yeah. and uh, See the other one, Mark, Mark Rippin. Rippin. Rippin or Rippin? Mark Rippin. Rippin? Mark, yeah, no, Mark Rippin. Then his son, I think, is that. And then the other one was the, the kid he went to UCLA. Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. Remember, he was he threw it. It's, no, the other one's Theisman. It's Theisman. Yeah. I'm sorry, in Theisman. He, I was thinking he, about the other kid, but no, it's Theisman, the, Rippin, well, who we won. The guy like, like Doug Rod. Right, the, but yeah. Parcells won with Sims and uh, Rutledge. Very good. You know, so and. Uh, That's so what I'm saying. Listen, Parcells, like with that saying, you're as good as your record. You know, he was ahead of his time. I mean, Bill Belichick, he taught him how to. I mean, he came from him, which right is right. That's correct. That was a good one, Riley, with Parcells. Yes. Though. It kind of goes under the radar. That was a really good one. That was that was one. That was good, Riley. You could you could like kind of goes under the radar. Like multiple winners. You got Dan Reeves also won multiples, right? With uh, Denver, right? Actually, no, Jim. He never. He never. He's not, been in like four or five years. Who was but he's the never Denver won coach? One. One. No, what's his name? Shanahan. Oh yeah, Shanahan. Uh, Shanahan won two. You're right. Reeves met to multiples. He went to like. But he Reeves, never, yeah, but he, he never won one. No, he went to five. Right. Right, and when he's one of those trivers with two different teams. Right, and the other one is the old dude from Buffalo. My very good, Mark Levy, and he, yeah, he over went, four. Over, and then the other guy is uh, Bud Grant was Bud over. Grant was over four too. Well, Minnesota, yeah, which you have Fran talking right. to. And right. then back in the day, you can go back with, uh, with um, Hank Stram, yep. stuff like that. If you want to go way back, or you can go with whoever. Maybe when Peterson won the Super Bowl with with Nick Foles over the Patriots. Yeah, but I'll tell you, look what he's like. I know, but imagine that guy won a Super Bowl. I watched him the other day. Dude. I mean, he is like wow. Hey, that's Poor what guy. Indianapolis does well, these days. We're, okay. Uh, Tommy time, Tom. Tommy time. Tommy trivia. Not trivia yet. Tommy, you ready? Uh, we, I picked a world champion team. Okay. The 1988-89 Detroit Pistons, coached right. by? Chuck Daly. There you go. Where do you go to school? Wait, was it University of Pennsylvania? Yeah. He's a Penn guy. He is. And he coached uh, Boston College, I think. Yeah, and, and all those places. Okay, Mark yeah. Aguirre. Okay, uh, DePaul. Good. Adrian Dantley. Notre Dame. Yeah, he's a man. That's what Riley is my witness. He's a witness. Okay, this is a trick one. Daryl Dawkins. Did not go. He did not go. He went to high school. Nicknamed. Dr. Duncanstein. Chocolate chocolate. I'm thinking of Daryl Griffin. All right. All right. Oh, here you go. Fennis Dembo. Wow, Wyoming. Damn, he's on a fire. 
Joe Dumars. McNeese State. His boy. James Edwards, center, seven oh footer. Oh my God, you might. Eleven years in the league. At okay, the time. I think. Did he go to? Uh, give me. Did, did, I, I, did he go to a Pac-10 school? He did go to okay, Pac-10. now here. I think University of Washington. You're dumb. You're right. right. Steve Harris, three years, short, shooting guard. So it, he was okay. Was that Tulsa? Yes, it was. Wow. <laughs> this is amazing, isn't it? Riley, 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 you want to know? Because he played for Houston in yeah, the mid-80s. Yeah, Justin's the same way, too. You I know. know. Yeah. The only thing he learned from. Yeah, the crazy. Yeah, from the least from Amanda. <laughs> yeah, that's where he learned from. Uh, Vinnie Johnson. Wow, Baylor. Yes. Bill, Alain Beer. Wow, Notre Dame. John Long, shooting guard. Okay, University of Detroit. Yeah, Detroit, Detroit. No, Detroit, but he called Detroit Mercer. Mercy. Yeah, Detroit, but Mercy. it was, that was, Dick Vitale was the yeah, coach. It's, right. Detroit Mercy, right? Yeah. Rick Mahorn. Wow, that's okay. You know, people, and I'm gonna even learn another thing. He actually, people don't know. So you know, he's from Bridgeport, Connecticut. He went to Hampton Institute. That is correct. Which is in Virginia. That is correct. Uh, Pace Mannion, five-year player, shooting small. Wow, forward. you might have me. I Six. think I'm gonna get that. Was it Utah? Yes, it was. I don't. <laughs> I don't even know how I got it's that. It's amazing. It's crazy. This is amazing. This is amazing. This is, this, this is my favorite part of the show. I know. I there. Oh my God! I, this guy's freaking. I need help, but I don't know how to. He gets more than help, buddy. He needs yeah. more than help, Riles. Um, if you get this one, I'm out. All right, yeah. Jim Rowinski, rookie, six eight, two fifty, power forward. I don't even remember. I'll give you a hint. Big Ten. Just got smoked by Rutgers. Number I know. One. Did you? Uh, wow! And did you see too? My boy scored seventy-one points the yeah, other day. Your boy, I saw. Oh, yeah. I saw. Yeah. Oh, he Purdue. John Winnick got that. Yeah, I know. I, never, I don't even. I know. Know. The other one. There's two yeah. more. You're getting John Sally. Okay, Georgia Tech. Yeah, and Isaiah Thomas. Of course. Indeed. If I don't get and that. And finally, Michael Williams, point guard, six-two, rookie. Michael Williams. Okay, that was the one who went to the Pacers, right? Uh, I think he went to Baylor. Yes, he did. Holy shit, he got that one. Riley, that's, great. Uh, that's he, ridiculous. He only, did, he only missed the one dude. I don't even uh, know who that jerk off is. Uh, Jim Wolinski. <laughs> Jim Lewinsky. Jack, if you're listening, he, he yeah, was, he's on fire today, God. He's on Jesus, fire. Wow. Uh, you know, we no, got it a few wasn't seconds. There. You didn't put it at Dennis Rodman. You didn't ask I me. That. I didn't ask you. Did no, you, did you didn't. didn't. Southeast Oklahoma State is my uh, favorite player. I, oh, I, I skipped Dennis Rodman. Yeah, you did. Okay. To, our, to our fabulous listening viewers, I skipped Dennis Rodman because then Tommy's just showing off. Yeah, that's... Well, at least I don't know what you do with this guy. <laughs> yeah. This is this is just... The best rebound to Revital. Incredible knowledge. Uh, pet peeves, as we go around the corner, what's your pet peeve today? Um... You know, you know just, just, I, uh, just pet peeve about anything? Anything you want. I don't give a crap what it is. Pet peeve. Um, I uh, again, you know, the coaching in the NFL. Uh, That's Tommy's pet peeve for the fifth yeah, week. I don't mean is to it? be. No, just I, just everything. Bulk, mm-hmm. Just the last two minutes of games, and I just cannot believe the product that's out there, and the, and it's just the coaching, and it's just some of the things. I'm not using timeouts. Just everything. It's it's craziness. Mm-hmm. I know it's been my pet peeve, and uh, and also you said you know this the, you know in the NBA just these three pointers is out of control. In the NBA, God, everybody's scoring, high scoring, all this. I, I mean, everyone loves it, but like these guys are taking three pointers that shouldn't even be on the court. My pet peeve is Skip Bayless being another asshole no, once again, and then the, you know yeah. why do you have to blow the eight? The guys hurt. Don't have to make a big deal out of everything. Everything is not always about you, even though sometimes it's always about me or Tommy, right? So I go with Skip Bayless. I just one thing I like about him is a big bird guy. That's the only way I hate anybody him. Anybody who bloviates to bloviate is a bloviator. Off. Riley, I know we put you on the spot. I'm yeah. going to say the Red Sox ownership right now, mm-hmm. just with uh, the spending, the lack like of spending that. they're doing right now, and then also just to touch on the Winter Classic, uh, they're part owners of the Penguins. The Penguins came into Fenway yesterday, so uh, yeah, and the Bruins beat them. So Also owner of Liverpool. Yep, that's right. Well, aren't they up for sale now? They are up for sale. And I just heard rumor that there might be two teams, two baseball teams might go up for sale. Uh, next spring, uh, next year, or this year now we're in. So who never know? Yeah. You know, you never know. It's hard to say. You hate what you're seeing now, but you never know what's what comes. If we could get Steve Cohen to own us here, yep. it'd be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, we did have our run, so it's hard. I'm still pissed off at them. They, yep. I bitched about the, the letting Xander go, and my season ticket executive sent me back all this bullshit. It's <laughs> yeah. like the company line bullshit. I'm, I agree with Riley. Yep. That's I go with that. I'll say that's my second pet peeve. That's going to be my pet peeve like Tommy's college uh, NFL <laughs> coaches every day of the week. Uh, Tommy, what was our trivia question last week? Yeah, it was, the, uh, was it the four, Celt- the four Celtics to win MVP? Yeah, the Celtic MVPs. Wanna, yeah, and you want me to give the answers? Or do we? So let me, uh, you, Riley, you want to try ahead. to guess that? What is it? I don't think Celtics have uh, got right. Had four MVPs. You know, their whole you know, rich history, they've had four MVPs or one MVP in the regular season. Larry Sigfield? History. 
Go ahead. Bill man. Russell. Very good. Ooh. So see? Let's get Larry Bird. Yeah, well, if you <laughs> oh, didn't get that's two, and there's Larry. two more. All right, Tommy Heinsohn. Was it? Yeah. No. no, the other two, no. The other two, because everyone, no, there's two more. It's not. Paul Pierce. Nope. Casey Jones. The answer? Nope. Sam Jones. Are you getting close? Nope. Bob Cousy. Very good. That's three, and there's one more. My, one of my favorite guys, I actually tailgated with him. He was known for driving cab. Oh, Dave Cowens. Dave he Cowens. did win the MVP, right? 74, right? I think I f- yep. Uh, and he averaged one in the yeah he was uh, I'll tell you you want to talk about one of the most regular guys you ever wanted me but they were all like back like that back down guy because they didn't make a lot of money yeah. you know there was he great player he was way before his time you know Jim would know six eight six nine he was covering he centers couldn't play in today's league can't hit the three that's definitely a guy who couldn't but mm-hmm. people argue with me could Larry Bird oh yeah I let me so. let me guess Florida State. Very good, Jim. Damn. We're that's not going to do that to me. Because no, well, that's good. I, I, admit, I, I had major brain injury. Good guy, real character. That's good to hear. Hey, listen, first of all, they, uh, Riley, anything else? Good, well, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no it's great to have good you. Time. You know, and, and I, awesome. let's, let's give a shout-out to Connor because I'm going to tell him to listen down there in Georgia. How's he doing down there? Yeah. He's good, yeah. He was home uh, last He actually left yesterday. He was he, home for the week, uh, came home for Christmas, and then, yeah, flew back yesterday morning. Coastal Carolina. Yeah, yeah so, so if I ever get stopped by a cop going to um, Georgia, <laughs> I say, I know Connor Zay at Georgia Bureau of Investigations. Yeah. I coached with him. Yeah. I do want to give a shout-out to Connor because I know he's going to listen to you on Connor did a phenomenal job picking up what happened last year with Wilmington Baseball. Um, you know, and... The one thing I loved about him is is he, he he listened to my opinions and he did what he wanted to do. He didn't just always say, "Well, Jim's the older guy here; he's going to listen." The funniest story we have is we walked into the playoff game in Pittsfield and everybody thought that I was the coach because oh, I was the old man. Yeah, they probably thought Connor was playing too. Yeah, Connor said so. He looks like, but I, just a shout out to Connor if you are listening. I appreciate everything you did last year, and, and uh, I hope everything's going well for you in Georgia. We miss you up here, and the kids uh, the kids really played hard for you, and and that's a testament to. Uh, you know, your work ethic and your understanding of how the program works. So, again, thanks, Riley, for coming in. I hate to shout your brother out. We got to listen to Riley. It's great to have guests. Anybody want to come on, just contact Tom. He's got somebody for me next week, he thinks, too, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we're going to have my good friend Nick DeLeva's going to come in. He's going to be, be a good with one. Uh-huh. Uh, I've got opinions. This I have never met Nick, and it's good to have opinions. Cause uh, I'm, you're gonna, uh, I'm, be, uh, yeah, we're all going to be. I'll tell you, I'm not one He of, loves baseball, I'm too, not, so I'm you're going to like I'm, him. I'm not one of many opinions, am I, Tommy? No, not at all. Yeah. Hey, listen, so for We've Seen Enough, uh, this is Jim Boyle, and uh, see you next week, and like I said, we'll see you on down the road. Thanks for listening to this episode of We've Seen Enough, recorded at WCTV Studios in beautiful downtown Wilmington, Massachusetts. If you'd like to get in touch, offer topics to discuss, or stump us with sports trivia, we can be reached via email at jboyle22 at comcast.net. That's jboyle22 at comcast.net. Along with Tom Trevisani, I'm Jim Boyle. Make sure to tune into the next edition of We've Seen Enough.